Okay, Andrew. Um, without spoiling the movie, I want you, Andrew Thomas, to tell me how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how confused you were by the last shot of this film. <laughs> 10 being the most... 10 being, blown. like, what, what am I looking at? And one being like, I totally understand what what this is. Oh, four. Only a four? Only a four. That's surprising. Okay, the first time I saw it, like, (laughs) truly, like an eight this time before. Did you learn what Monster Hunter was between... Your first and second oh, viewings I of mean, this film? the gist of it. No, the just the gist. The whole gist The of gist, it. yeah, but the actual thing that was happening. Oh, oh, the actual thing that was happening? 10 out of 10 both yeah. times. Okay, I great. Don't, <laughs> I don't know, but like, that's, I that's get I the thought. point. <laughs> yeah, you get the point, but I was wondering if, if you had the specific context of like what exactly they were showing. What about you? I laughed. Out loud, because I got it. How I was like, to one to ten, you laughed. I laughed. I went <laughs> as soon as I saw as soon as I saw what I saw in that in that little audience. Oh, good lord! Well, I went. Is that? And then it was. Well, then you you got a lot to tell me. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back, back to a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever else we feel like chatting about uh, on any given day. Uh, I am your producer, Sam Bannigan. I am Andrew Thomas. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Week was week was pretty decent, all, all, all things considered. Um. Yeah, not didn't get up to too too much. Just mainly working. Uh, went to a fun little birthday party yesterday. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't I didn't I don't remember doing much. Oh, I got wings. Ooh, I, I love to, wings. I went to I went to Wing Wednesday at the Buck. That was nice. And they're and they're veggie wings. Yeah, they're ve- they're ve- vegan wings. All right, what sauce? And they're, I got teriyaki, and Serena got sweet chili. Amazing, they're really good. Highly recommend if you're in Edmonton, go to the Buck, get the wings. They're great. They are expensive. They are expensive, but if How you go on a Wednesday, expensive? they're reasonable. Um, it's like, it. I think it's like fifteen bucks for like. Five, what? It's yeah. It's like it's Excuse you do get veggies. You get veggies on the side. It might be like fifteen bucks for six, which isn't much better, but it's 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 something like that. But half off. It's but on wing on wing Wednesday, it's eight dollars for four. All right, but they're big wings. What are they? I mean, they're of? like. They're like this big, maybe. Is it beyond me? Are there are there no, bones? There's, there's there's like a wood stick that is the bone. 
Um, and it's like a, I think it's like a Satan sort of thing. Okay. I don't know exactly. Yeah. They were open. The buck was open and had these same wings like before Beyond Meat was like a thing. Okay. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it'd be weird if there was both. Yeah, I mean it's not a bone. It's a piece the of wood. The meat's acts. fake, but the bone's real. Yeah, the bone <laughs> is real, but then we put fake meat on top of it. <laughs> we put fake meat around. You know <laughs> that makes it better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fake meat, but we take a real bone, so it's authentic. Wait, I don't what? have that much of a you know I don't have that much of a problem with that honestly. What do you mean? Who oh, that defeats the whole purpose? <laughs> Something still has to die. But if but that one is like that's like oh it's, you you it's already a recycled had them. bone. It's a recycled bone. So therefore, it's better. All right, because okay. you could because you could in theory reuse the bones, like if you cleaned them. And right? You could then rewrap them in fake meat. And that's how you get them. That's how you get the people who won't give up meat. Yeah. <laughs> I see little issue with it. I, I get it, but like, you know. You get where I'm, I'm laughing too hard at it, but also... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a goofy look. It's a goofy idea. <laughs> but, you know. You gotta get the meat eater somehow. You, you like that real bone? What well, was fake meat around it the it whole time? Fake meat, you idiot! You, you dumb dog. So how about we, how about you <laughs> save the planet? <laughs> and guess what? We're gonna recycle. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, that uh, yeah, not a not a crazy week. How about you? How was your week? Uh my week was good. The Eagles lost, like the losers they are. Oh, get out of town, let, Eagles! Don't let the the gang from It's Always Sunny hear you. I know. Let them hear. No, let them hear me. What are they gonna do? Because I'll jump you. I mean, you could call Charlie Day right now and tell him that that the Eagles suck. It's funny. So the Mario Brothers has a, has a fake movie. A fake has a real movie a coming fake out. Movie. It's a fake movie, <laughs> but a real movie coming out. You know, that's what they say. Um, uh-huh. and they have a commercial for the Super Bowl, and they had a fake number, and I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta call it." I know the tricks of these movies. There's usually a fun voicemail, and of course, it's Charlie Day has Luigi, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I was like, "You know who I know? Who loves Charlie Day?" I do like Charlie it's Day. Sam Bannigan. So I text Sam Bannigan, call this number, which you know. It's a comforting, it's a comforting message to get on a Sunday yeah. on a Sunday evening. I did Google the phone number before I called because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <You know, laughs> was Andrew Thomas finally taking the time to scam me? Is this the moment? Yeah. <laughs> is this what's happening? Is this the moment right here? This is the moment he chose. Yeah. No, but it was just. Mario. Yeah, what a what a film that's gonna be. What are we gonna do it? I need to know. We're probably gonna do it. You got you got a lot of emotions. I don't have a lot of emotions, but what else are we gonna talk about? 
Yeah, it's gonna take over. It's gonna pop be culture for a moment. yeah. It's gonna be big. That's the thing. It could make a billion dollars. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, like say say what you will about about Chris Pratt being the worst Mario on the planet. It's gonna make a lot of money. You know what? Chris Pratt's probably gonna make me cry in the movie. Uh, middle America loves Chris Pratt. I I'm not. I I like Chris Pratt. I'll say it. Okay. But I'll say it. Okay. I don't love Chris Pratt. I'm not willing to go out to bat for him. But also, <laughs> I got no problem with Chris Pratt. This Pratt. You're right. I may. I mainly have problems with his brother. What's his brother? See, I know nothing about his brother. <laughs> his brother sells uh, alt right pro cop uh, Etsy art. Oh. But we can't blame the celebrity for the sibling. Do you know about Mariah? No, we can't. Mariah Carey's sister has like HIV, and she went out saying she was Mariah Carey on like on like Craigslist on Craigslist and like backpacker, and she would sleep with random people and give them HIV and say she was was Mariah Mariah Carey's sister. Mariah Carey's sister said that she was Mariah Carey yes. and was giving people Google AIDS. it. Google it. I don't wanna. That's, <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. Celebrity siblings. They're a whole they're a whole uh that's... Have you heard what Stephen Baldwin's brother's done? Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um there is a TV show about that called The Other Two. What? Oh, really? There's about like the siblings of celebrities. You know, it looks really funny. I've been wanting to watch it. You know who's a celebrity sibling I'd like to talk to? Hmm. Lydia Tarr's brother. That's right, everyone. Todd Fields, 2022 hit film, depending on who you talk to. Uh, Tarr. We saw We did it. We watched the picture and Sam, what'd you think? Uh, I really liked this movie. This was, this was a weird, I had a weird moment in this movie. Pretty early on. I can't remember exactly what happened. It was before the classroom scene. Ooh, okay. It was before that, so it was really early. I had this feeling, I was just like, I might love this movie. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh, the big uh-oh it's been, <laughs> happens, happens to everyone. It's been ten minutes. <laughs> and I might love this movie. <laughs> And uh, Lydia Tarr did not disappoint me. Uh, yeah, a, gr- a really, really wonderful, wonderful little, little flick. Um, Kate Blanchett is is a goat. Sometimes um, the Kate Blanchett's in your way. Sorry for showing you. Sometimes there's Kate Blanchett do, do just show up with a tar, huh? Like sometimes Bowser. Lydia Tar do just be doing Lydia Tar stuff, huh? <laughs> like a Damn. Bowser. Just come. You're on your Mario Party road just fine. And then all of a sudden Bowser shows up here like, oh no! Yeah. 
I'm about oh, to lose no. all my lives. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but who, boy, what a what a picture! What a picture! Interesting and 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 intentional and gorgeous to look at. Just a just a fucking good, just a good movie ass movie. In the immortal words of Harry Styles, it feels like a movie. It feels like a movie. Um, <laughs> what did you think about about Lydia Tarr's debut? I love. I would love for Lydia Tarr to have a franchise. For Tarr to keep coming back, <laughs> please. Tarr two. Tarr two. Tarr tardius. Tarr on Tarr. I want to see Tarr on Tarr. Um. Rats on rats. I want to see the documentary. I want to see the documentary now. Tar yes, tar. with Kristen Wiig playing Tar. Yes, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see Tar on Tar by documentary now. Um, I love this movie. What a what a, I gotta I gotta say on Infinity Pool or Knock on the Cabin. I forget. We talked mm. about the Oscar nominations. This is this is a rebuttal. I gotta bring it up. I was talking trash about uh, Andrea Riseborough and the two Leslie uh, mm. nomination. I was wrong. I was wrong. You were wrong. I was wrong. I got it. You gotta admit your faults. That's how that's how people take you seriously. I was wrong. I read the headline how and not you? the article. Mm. Um. And. That's all I'll say about that. Ask me my opinions okay. about it later. Um, but okay. a lot of people have been like, you just haven't seen a character study like like to Leslie they were talking about. A hmm. character study that is just like focus on like character and our raw emotions and like makes us question about ourselves. I'm like, yeah, maybe that movie does. But you know what else? other movie has it? Tar! Tar gets that! Tar, Tar is as much as a like mind melting movie as like Taxi Driver as like now I know this guy's <laughs> bad I see him but yet I like this guy I, I, I like, like this guy who are you talking to you talking to him <laughs> I like this guy <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to you talking to him <laughs> there's a little part of me that sees myself in this guy and it's the same thing with Tar. I think this movie is great. I think this movie, all... I think cancel culture is like one of the stupidest terms in our, in our like current era right now. It's a thing that's always existed and it's just a buzzword just to rile yeah. people up. Uh, mm-hmm. But however, of what we are calling in this era of our lives, this, this moment in time as cancel culture this is the only thing that I feel like captures it to to a degree to a good degree somewhat, if that makes any mm. sense. Like I feel like this has a thought of what we call cancel culture and says the movie itself says no, that's stupid. No, no, no. People have been dumb for a long time. People, <laughs> it, uh, what I've been telling people, what I love about Tar is it's a tell as old as time that we see constantly. You give someone so much rope, probably eventually they're gonna hang themselves with it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, 
that it's a story that's old as time. And this movie really captures what that story can be like in this time of, of our lives. I think it does it so great. I, the, I saw this movie twice. The first time I saw it, I liked it fine. But this, this last time I really fallen in I, all week. I've been thinking about this movie. I love yeah, it. Yeah, as you should. I will Especially be thinking about this movie all week. Especially of this being the week. <laughs> it is, I've been, yeah, I love this movie. I think this movie's the bee's knees. Yeah, it's it's a banger. It's a banger. Uh, do you want to start off uh, with the writer-director? Yes, please. What's our plan? Yeah, Todd Field, a motherfucker who has not made a movie in 13 years. years uh almost 15 years little children came out in 2006 i saw little children that has my dude patrick wilson in it yeah it does um that was the last film that todd field directed um uh, he did, and that was kind of the last thing he did. Period. <laughs> Two thousand six. This dude. This dude made little children and then disappeared off the face of the earth. And then all of a sudden, in twenty twenty two, said, "Yeah, I can get Kate Blanchett to do something to do something funky for me. Don't you worry." App- apparently. Apparent fucking lame. I can get I can get my girl to body some people with some with an accordion. Don't you worry. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, don't a, you don't you even don't that's you a even one phone call it, problem away. Yeah, and I already uh, know what the answer is going to be on the other line. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Todd Fields. Yes, I can't hear you. Uh, Todd Field. I like his direction uh, a lot. I, I loved it. Holy shit. Are you so good? Just because, you know, this is the thing that movie people talk about. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Would he be one of your choices for director or still Daniels or still Spielberg? I would I would give it to him over over Dan over Spielberg, but I don't know if I would give it to him over Daniels. All right, all right, I hear you. Um, but also I'm I'm fine. Like I'm not upset if, if he, he got it, it. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. No, problem. I would be like fucking like well deserved, like <laughs> like very good film. I did it. I want it to be Daniels because I think that's I think that's the best you know, directed better. film. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, but also if it, if it's tar, I'll be like, yeah, all right. Hell yeah. So quick sidetrack. This is the best Oscar year I have seen in a while. Who's going to win? I usually, no, usually you're like, that's going to win. That's going to win. That's going to win. Who, who knows this year? We uh, twenty twenty was was a bit of a weird was was a good yeah, year yeah because that was a weird year or is that parasite twenty nineteen that's parasite okay that was a fun year because we all th- that was a good year 
I, re- I remember jumping up and down when Parasite won Best Picture. Because that was an upset. We all thought it was going to be 1917. And then slowly, yeah. but ever so surely, we were like, is it going to be a Parasite night? It's going to be a Parasite, baby. I mean, yeah, that I mean, the, the list for Best Picture that year is not as stacked as I think this year's is, but I still was really excited when Parasite won, so I, was, I, I remember it fondly. Anything could win. Who knows who's going to win Best Actor? Who knows who's going to win Best Actress? Who knows who's going to win? Yeah. The only thing that's certain is Best Supporting Actor. That's it. Yes, that is the only one. That's the only one we know, which is crazy. Um, crazy year, but I, the first time I watched this movie, I did, I guess I didn't really pay much mind to the Mm -hmm. direction. I noticed the script and I liked the script and I thought the script, the screenwriting was very well. Um, but the direction just led so much to this movie, the way it's cut, the way that the camera is placed, the way the actors are directed, the way the general Mm -hmm. movie just moves. Is yeah. incredible. I am yeah, the, a big fan of. I want to go back and rewatch more of his movies. It's like so hypnotizing. Like it's it's it's, you know, Kate uh, Blanchett has that great monologue at the beginning talking about time and and how you can manipulate it and when you're doing art and all this stuff and and to then watch a whole movie just do that is really impressive. Yeah. It's really crazy to go to go off of this like slow intro, like this long list of accolades that this character has into a beautiful monologue about art and time and and all this stuff and then to then just watch a 3-hour movie that like feels like it's an hour long and also feels like a week <laughs> and also like zit like scenes will fly by like like crazy and then suddenly you're holding on one shot for 10 minutes it's so it's really well done um and the writing is like smart and interesting and like well considered um i i was obsessed with all the all the cinematography in this i thought it was just gorgeous like all the framing and keeping people um it was it was so rare that there was just like a regular single on anybody it was always like oh yeah it's a single but it's actually a single through a mirror or like um the the camera is just staying in one place and the actors are moving to the opposite end of a building (laughs) and we're still looking at them and they're just way over there now yeah that sort of stuff i was like i was really impressed by it yeah, and I know Roger Deakins is up for, for cinematography, but also if Tar wins cinematography, I'll be very happy. Yeah, it was a good... I remember, because I was like, why is Top Gun Maverick not here? What's Tar doing on this list? But rewatching it this time, I was like, oh, okay, that's why Tar's on this list. Oh, that's oh, that's why Tar's on this All list. Right. Oh, okay. 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 All okay. Right. <laughs> Big planes go fast, but also... But also, one lady sits in sad room. Yeah, one lady. One lady <laughs> makes the world explode. Yeah. <coughs> uh, but yeah, to to like get to like the dream sequence, the two dreams that happen in in the back half of this movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 
it like doesn't come out like i was like i was like not surprised by it like it, it really just felt so natural it just felt like oh yeah this is just part of what we're doing um and i thought it was just ah, oh, it was great <laughs> Yeah, what a good movie. What good a good movie. movie, y'all! Everyone should watch Writing. Tar. Tar's great. <laughs> Writing, yeah, because it's also written by Todd Fields. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I said earlier. I thought I think it's really well written. I think it's really smart and considered, and like, um, it's just it's really really like well done prose. Um, when people are monologuing and talking about stuff and it's, it's not too like, it's not overly uh, expository or, or explanatory. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're just going through it, man. Like the, yeah. the jumps in time are just like this movie could have taken place over two days, but Ain't it takes place over like, over like two months. It could have been like I the little girl spoilers right here, right here, right now. Uh, yeah. spoilers, go see the movie. It's great. Come it's back. great. Um, obviously there's a little girl, so it doesn't, does it take place over five years, but it could have been two days or five years. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It just, it, yeah, it's so, it's so good. This movie's great. Hey, hey y'all, this movie's really good. The movie's really good. Uh, do you want to hop into this cast? Yeah. I mean, everyone does. Right. Right. A really great job. Love Mark Strong. Every time Mark Strong pops up, you're like, "Hey!" I was I was stoked on my boy Mark Strong showing up. That was sick. But dude, Mark Strong's um, in this. I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. Uh, uh, I liked uh, Sophie Cower. I don't know how to say her last name. I'm sorry. Uh, she played Olga, the the cellist. Yes. Um, her wife. Tars. No. Wife. The, oh, the young yes. cellist. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tar's wife was Nina Haas, I think. Yes, Nina Haas, um, who also did a, a, a fantastic job. Really loved her. Loved all the scenes she was in. A lot of good eye acting. A lot of good reactions. Yeah, yeah. Those little those little looks. Yeah, little side eye. Ooh. Killer, killer. Also, the assistant. I would love to to just bring up. Yes, I uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna get to her. Uh, Naomi Mer- Merlant, Merlant, Merlant. What is she in? I've seen her in a bunch of things. I've seen her in stuff too. Um, she's in Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yes, yes. She's 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 Marianne. That's who she. Yes. Yeah. I gotta rewatch that movie. She's great. Um, she is incredible. Uh, yeah, she was great in this. Uh, really, really good. Um, really, just all around solid cast. Like every little bit actor, everybody who's just in like one or two scenes, like just feels perfectly done. Yeah. Uh, which is which is really lovely. Especially when you have a fucking powerhouse yeah. performance coming out of Kate Blanchett, a fucking like B. someone, someone who's been working and we know is is fucking incredible, and then just drops this like it's nothing. Like Lydia Tarr, God. if if 
Lydia Tarr is a real person. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're like, is she real? Is she a real person? Who yeah. was Lydia Tarr then? I must have heard a score from her somewhere. No. No. It's fictional, a fictional character. Fictional person. This is a new person that did not exist. Two two years before, ago. Before Todd Field handed handed Kate Blanchett a script. It is such a powerful performance. Yeah. We'll, we'll do the Oscars flows, at the, the end, but let's the, just talk about the Kate emotions. The emotions of it, like, man, what a! It's just so good. Like, it's just wonderful. You read so much in her face and her movement, and I think the beauty of this movie, and like what she took away from it, and what she amplified as an artist is that like just mm-hmm. Tar doesn't know how to do she doesn't know how to speak she doesn't know how to act the music mm-hmm. is what that's how she can can yeah articulate her feelings articulate what's going around in her body in her head yeah she just doesn't she doesn't know she just can't she can't put two and two together but she knows how to to string a melody together she knows yeah. how to she really and, and like this movie does show her playing music, but like what like 30 percent of that is is her playing music while the rest is you just seen Tar live in this world. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett just really it is like really just shows how important an actor is. Like uh, Emma Stone could have done this role. And she could have done well, and she might have even gotten nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett, <laughs> yeah, Kate, Kate Blanchett is, is on another level. Breathed yeah. life into a a living person that I see, that I understand, got me yeah. to think the way they thought. Like the writing did that too, but also Kate Blanchett, yeah. God, she's just she's just the best, huh? She's just the best. So here's the question: What do you think? Don't, don't make. Who me. do you think? March twenty fourth. Do this. Don't make me do this. I've been waiting for SAG because they're going to answer it for us. It I could be a tie. I don't know. That'd be it fun. Could be a tie. That would be good. It's not going. It's be not going to be a tie. It's not going to be a tie. I don't know, Andrew. I don't know. Or Andrew Riseborough takes it away like Olivia Coleman just completely snatches it. I think... Okay. Okay. I think... This is a performance... Kate Blanchett's performance is a performance that is... Incredible. Masterful. Truly an actor just, just... Everything is perfect for this for this little thing. And in any other year, I think it would be a I think she would be a, a slam dunk. Slam dunk. No no bones about it. No nothing. But I think Michelle Yeoh, the the story of Michelle Yeoh getting getting this um Oscar win. I think is a better story, and I think Hollywood is yeah. more interested in that. You know, yeah. 
And it's a it's a like career best performance from Michelle Yeoh as well. Like it's not like the, the Michelle Yeoh's performance in Everything Everywhere is a bad performance that's just like weirdly among getting nominated. Among the crowd, right? It's among the crowd also, of her filmography. Yeah, if Kate Blanchett hadn't released Tar in 2022, Michelle Yeoh would be a shoe in. Like it's like <laughs> in any year where the other person didn't if Tar had just come out this year instead of last year, mm-hmm. we would it would be like, yeah, Michelle Yeoh for sure this year and Kate Blanchett for sure next year. They would both beat Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye into the ground. Into yeah. the ground. It would have Truly. been no competition whatsoever if yeah. either of them made their movie in 2021. But they didn't. But they didn't. Or maybe they, they did. Maybe they did in the pandemic. But hey. Yeah. Now, yeah. even more uh, bigger than the Oscars. We already did our tips and tops. But now that you saw Tar, what do you think? What does Sam Vanigan think? It's... It's up there, man. It's up there. I want to see where it might have landed landed for me. This probably would have would have would have knocked everything off, everything down one from. I think it might have been my number six. Okay. Just because like Elden Ring, Banshees, Andor, Hum, and everything everywhere are so good. But yeah, so I think it would have knocked Babylon off the off the ten. Dang. And kind of just shift and just kind of shifted everything. Yeah. Back one. But it also it could have taken it could have it could have popped up. It could have it could have bumped. It could have been number five. It might I might like this more than Elden Ring. I do love Elden Ring, but I might like this more than Elden Ring. I don't know. That's a t- that's a that's not I can't do it. Um yeah, her performance. What are, what, are you, what are what are your what are your thoughts on the the Oscar situation that we're in? Where where are you landing? Michelle Yeoh has not won. Not just as Kate Blanchett won; she has won twice beforehand. This would be yeah. her third Oscar, which would put her in the ranks of Frances McDormand and Daniel Day Lewis as the only people who have won. Actually, I don't think she. Can you double check this for me? What? Because I know yeah. she's won two. And I believe she's one for Elizabeth. And I believe that was leading, but it could have been supported. Kate Blanchett. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, she got uh, a win for Blue Jasmine yeah. for Best Actress. And she got a win for The Aviator. Oh, which is supporting. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I've been spreading false information. So she wouldn't be... But Francis McDormand and Daniel Day-Lewis are the only two people who have won best leading. Lead. Yeah, best lead. Three times. Um, She is... The 11th actor to ever receive two acting nominations in the same year. Ooh, what year was that? Uh, uh, 2007, Best Actress for Elizabeth and the Golden Age. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. This, so we know Kate Blanchett's Scar- got it in her. Scarlett Johansson did that just a few years ago. Yeah. She's also the only Australian to win two acting Oscars. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm just like, looking at her. But IMG, she's not the spokesman Wikipedia. of AMC theaters. No, she's not. <laughs> um, she was too busy being a monkey. Get, <laughs> come on. Pinocchio. To be Spatatura. To go ooh-ah-ah. So, all right. Okay, this is her second. I think Michelle so Yeoh got it. Personally. I think so, too. But it's tough. But if they said Kate Blanchett, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be either. I would. I would all. I would be happy. I would be sad, but I would be happy. I would also be sad. But this performance is—it's is so good. Not just so, so good, good. It's something else. It is yeah. one of our greatest actors going to be her defining role. Maybe, maybe her defining role. Of like, yeah, Cape Blanchett, yeah. Tar. You tar. know, Tar. You know, Tar, the real person that we all know now. Yeah, that it is just something to marvel at. That is, it is such a beautiful performance. Yeah. Um, Lydia Tar, what a character! What a character! What a character! What no a matter what you can say, what a character! What a character! What do you feel like this movie feels about her? Because I have been lost about this all week. Yeah, I I think this this movie. The thing that I really love about this movie, and maybe you'll convince me otherwise, but where I'm at right now is that it 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 doesn't necessarily have an opinion. It's kind of just like, hey, here you go. You you figure it out. How do you feel about Lydia Tar? Yeah. I don't know. Like, here you go. Here's a movie. Here's a story. Here's what happened. Do you get all the details? No. You get enough. You get more than you get more than the public. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you get more than the public. But you still don't get everything. You're not in Tar's head. You're not in her wife's head, but you're somewhere. Nope. You're just there. You're like a member of the orchestra, if you will. Yeah. You're just kind of around. So how do you feel about Tar? And, and I love that. And I love that that it is a movie that is about, you know, accountability and, and, and you know, a public figure falling in, in, in such a way. And it just goes, I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's one big Zuko saying, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> one big, that's rough, buddy. That's, that's rough, that's rough buddy. <laughs> and that's And that's beautiful. That's rough, buddy. Uh, wh- where, are you, where are you landing on it? How are you feeling? I'm are landing you... pretty much where you're landing. I just think mm. the movie just goes, what do you think? I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I'm just, don't shoot the messenger, man. I'm just telling you. Yeah. This is something that 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 people talk about. How do you feel about it? Yeah. But I think I think like a if this movie wasn't so masterful, if this movie didn't have a Kate Blanchett leading it in the way that Kate Blanchett is leading this movie, 
I think it's it's lack of an answer would be upsetting to both of us. Yes, completely. Oh, but because boo-hoo. we have this this nuanced, like interesting character study of Lydia Tar. You just go. I don't know. If you pick well, up know. on my daughter again, I will get you. I will get you. And don't tell don't any grown-ups tell any because grown they up won't believe them. I'm a they won't believe up. you because I'm a grown-up. And trust me, I will get you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, I I trusted her. But yet she's crying at the end listening to her, to, her, to that tape about the composer talking. And I'm like, but yeah, oh they God. really did take everything away from you. How huh? did they, Tar? Huh? Yeah. They huh. really make you go... The greatest movie ever made. <laughs> you you really groom that you really groom that that young girl. But also, you're 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 a complicated person. <laughs> we're all just trying to make it, aren't we? We're all just we're all just trying to find love. You just <laughs> fucked up. Just, it's crazy. It's such a yeah. And when and when she and when she goes out to the. And, he, and she's being betrayed by Mark Strong. Yeah. Oh. And she beats him up. I love that. And then that. she beats him up. I and then she just that. kicks him. Because you think she's just going to like push him or yell to the audience, give the, uh, give the uh, I'm mad as hell and I won't take this anymore speech. But now yeah. she just starts kicking him. She starts she kicking him in the kicking. ring. He's <laughs> on the ground. His toupee is falling off. She's really jumping him in. <laughs> she jumped him in. You want to be a conductor, motherfucker? <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> like she really does that to a person. It feels real. <laughs> it feels like that like happened. I saw that on YouTube. One day I was walking. I saw Twitter. Composer. Composer breakdown. I gotta watch this. Yeah, composer E got Lydia Tar. <laughs> Beats up Mark Strong. Oh, oh, good lord, Lydia! <laughs> just take the L. You're rich. Take, take a vacation. L. Yeah, you can just disappear. You don't need to keep doing this. You don't need to keep no. hurting people by your actions. Oh. <laughs> just stop. Oh, is the transition. <laughs> yeah, speaking of you keep hurting people, speaking please of, stop. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of exactly that my sentence. Whole, my whole ass childhood being up for debate. Being up <laughs> on, on whether I'm a good person or not. Yeah. Uh, and I've been it's, telling everybody, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I think Tar is like explicitly about J.K. Rowling. And people are like, what are you talking about? How is it about J.K. Rowling? And I'm like, okay, my one and only thing. Look at Kate Blanchett. Now look at J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Now look uh-huh. at J.K. Rowling. And now look uh-huh. at Kate Blanchett. Yeah. That's yeah. my only that's my only This defense. is a, this is this is an Alexander Skarsgard looks like Stellan Skarsgard ass at argument. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, this movie was written before 2018 or after, or was being made within that time, they were like, yeah. now, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> now, hey, wait, hold on. Now, look at, do you think people are going to say, hey, that's J.K.? Nah, no way. <laughs> Harvey, get no, away no from way. me. 
Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> it this movie. If, again, I said this earlier. For it to come out for me to us do this this week, completely accidentally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we decided this before. Like, I mean, we knew I knew there was going to be discourse, but I didn't know it was going to be this. I did it. I didn't even know when the game came out. <laughs> it came out this week. <laughs> it came out this past week. What do you think? Like, because this movie doesn't have any answers explicitly to both our readings. It is how yeah. do you feel? In terms of, like, how do you feel as Lydia Tarr as, as a person as much as a fi- fictional character and how that relates to J.K. Rowling? I just, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, tough i think i think the situation with with lydia tar is a bit more cut and dry right or or no sorry the other way is a bit more complicated sorry i'm tired i'm hungover i'm sorry everybody (laughs) i I said the wrong thing um i think the situation with lydia tar is more complicated than it is with jk rowling um because lydia tar we don't know the full picture Obviously, we like you can. You put two and two we, together. You can put two. You and can two put together. two and two together from the. But the movie very purposefully does not show you everything that happened, and lets you do that work. Um. But we also see her do bad things <laughs> at the same Explicitly. time. Explicitly, we do see her do bad stuff. So. Um, hey, do you want to have dinner? No, nah, sorry, we gotta hit the hay. Okay. 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 <laughs> As if she knows, she knows she's getting investigated. She knows yeah. that this is coming down, and yet she has the audacity to say, she "Hey, do you want to have you have you have dinner later? Make you sure you wear that dress you minutes? like. Make sure you wear that dress I like. Make sure." Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I I think I think it is it is. You know, uh, I think the big difference, like Lydia Tarr obviously did bad things and and she's not a good person. Um, she is also not an artist who is actively harmful to the planet in the way that J.K. Rowling is actively harmful to the planet. Um, and I think that is, that is kind of the key difference for me, at least in, in the comparison that we're making here. Um, but both are bad people. Both are bad people. Both are bad people. I, it is, it's funny. I just remember just talking to people, talking to my coworkers at work explicitly about, uh, the try guys. How one of the Try Guys cheated on their wives with one of the people yeah. they shoot films with. And then the Try Guys made a big video about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. this rubs me the wrong way. And people were like, what, yeah. Andrew? You wanted them to sweep it under the rug? Act like none of this happened? And it's like, no. There's a word for this. It's called discretion. <laughs> it's called discretion. 
Some things just don't have to no. be said. Feel however you, you want don't to feel. Even... Peace. But you don't have to say things because there's an impact to what you say. <laughs> yeah, you don't even... Well, I think I think with the Try Guys thing, I think they just went too hard one direction on it. And they needed to just kind of be like, hey... Yeah, that guy's gone. I don't know. Nah, that looked like some virtue signaling BS to but me. But yeah, it kind of, it kind of, they because they swing so hard into this, like we're gonna make like an hour long video about it or whatever the fuck they do. I am so mad. Like what? Yeah, it's like what? Huh? Are you sure? Okay, you can be upset. I get it, but like, come on, <laughs> like. But like, it is. You don't need to do this. You don't need to be so extra about it. Of all the artists I love, you know some of them have some unsavory opinions. You know some of them have oh, some. Oh sure. Some, I, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of there's plenty of people out there uh, that are secretly horrible people who just don't act on it. Just, and they just don't act on it because they recognize they're a public person and they and they're like, I want to keep my job. But J.K. Uh, Rowling, so I'm, she's really out there. She's really out she there. She's rolling really out here, making the world worse for me. Uh, but it's it's uh, what I was. It's bad. It's what I was saying earlier, and what is so crazy of of just you give someone too much rope, they'll eventually kill themselves with it. I feel yeah. like with that, there are so many people. I feel like in this past year has happened. Kanye West and Alex Jones are two people I feel like Lydia Tarr is talking about. Alex Jones was was already... But Alex Jones has to pay the families of Sandy Hook 1.2 billion dollars. Not million. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. Yeah. If you I mean, really want to kneecap someone, if you really want to take someone's life away, put a B where an M should be, and it's over. Yeah. It's over. I mean, that's uh, that's accountability. Like you know, he fucked up real bad. He did a. He's a horrible, horrible person. Uh, and and that is probably not enough money to make up for the horrible things that he said. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel bad about it. Hey, here's feel, I, here's my question about because what okay. the movie does ask for the people like Tar. I don't include Alex Jones in this explicitly. Alex Jones, I don't include in this, but mm-hmm. this art saved their lives. They only know what to do in this world for their art. Is taking that art away too harsh? Is it a death sentence? It's a death sentence. But it's not. Because you might just uh, compose in Indonesia to some video game nonsense. And that's it. Right? That's not a death sentence. (laughs) You can eat whatever you want. You can sleep in a nice whatever uh, hotel you can afford at the time. That's good. But their spirit... (laughs) What we're all looking for. Is that too harsh? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I think, I think obviously like it, just in terms of like what happened and what the re, like Kanye and, and JK Rowling have like actually really done and are also artists. I still think that Lydia Tarr is not rising to that level of, of awfulness. She's a I, bad person. I do. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. I do. Groove is pretty compare. bad. Groove it's You're pretty gonna... bad. A girl it's killed bad. herself. A girl killed it's herself. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. J.K. Rowling <laughs> is actively funneling money into politicians and policies that are that are destroying trans rights across the planet. I'll give you J.K. Rowling. Kanye, and Kanye is literally a Nazi. Kanye's stupid. So I, I, Kanye is not a Nazi. Kanye's just dumb. That is quote, Andrew's quote, quote, quote my ass. I like Hitler. Kanye West, Kanye 2022. Stupid. Kanye just doesn't know how to act. He thought you give someone too much rope and they'll hang themselves with it. That's my thing with Kanye. Kanye, Kanye <laughs> J.K. Rowling is Rowland's a Nazi. another thing. I don't think Kanye West is a Nazi. <laughs> Kanye West said he liked Hitler, so I don't know. How you can say, how someone can say that and not be a Nazi? Because he also said slavery but... was a choice. He also said he 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 like puts fingers in other people's buttholes. He also says he's God and Jesus and Steve Jobs in the flesh. Kanye just talks. Kanye just kind of is a guy who just talks. Kanye's just stupid. <laughs> that's that's my that's my firm take on Kanye. Whatever. <laughs> So Kanye is a Nazi, um, and I, I, Lydia Tarr, bad, 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 bad. Debatably, bad. through her actions, killed a girl because of how much she uses for people, sure. not as people, but as props for her life, and that is not good for society. And is it for is sure. a lesson that shows other people of power how they can treat people. To make yeah. the world a worse place. I feel like they're on the same level. <laughs> no. Actively uh, no. I feel I feel like it's a point. <laughs> also, also, okay. most importantly, also most importantly, Sam, Lydia Tar's not real. <laughs> She's not real. It's a it's a yeah. it's a metaphor. It's it's it is it is a, a, a something that you can project these ideas on. So that is that is my another point. Okay. I would like to quickly read an excerpt from a very good uh, essay written by da, 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 uh, Jesse Earl for GameSpot. Um, this was uh, in lieu of a review, GameSpot... Uh, released this essay. Um, It is titled uh, J.K. Rowling's Anti-Transgender Stance and Hogwarts Legacy. Jesse Earl writes, It cannot be ignored that J.K. Rowling has placed herself at the head of this active hate and discriminatory movement to the point that her name has become synonymous with anti-trans hate. 
gender critical groups have paid for I heart JK Rowling ads to be, to be displayed in Canada used to dog whistle support for anti-trans movements and to make trans people feel what feel uncomfortable in public spaces nearby. One of the people who put the signs up was unsurprisingly arrested for being antagonistic to trans people and attempting to punch people. Uh, I have seen numerous comments on my work for GameSpot and elsewhere be targeted by transphobes with statements of I stand with JK Rowling alongside active misgendering, transphobic language and hate directed at me and trans people in general, all used to give plausible deniability that they were just standing up for an author or defending the rights of women apparently ignoring the irony that they are actively attacking a writer and a woman in the process. Many trans people themselves have endured harassment both online and off by people using Harry Potter iconography as their symbol of hate. This occurs to many public-facing trans women. Uh, This is sadly what Rowling, and by extension, the Harry Potter brand has become associated with. It has been co-opted to indicate a hate for a deeply targeted minority group. Uh... Where is the... Uh, the difference between Lovecraft and Rowling is that supporting Harry Potter can't be currently be separated from supporting Rowling herself. Despite some people's desire to uncouple the two, Rowling still sits at the head of the franchise, benefiting not only financially from every sale, but through its popularity. The more relevant Harry Potter remains, the more platform Rowling is given to perpetuate anti-transgender language. Um, Further, while the books have finished, Rowling still works on Harry Potter, penning the scripts for the continuing Fantastic Beasts franchise. Harry Potter is not only intrinsically linked with, but supports the platform of a woman that used to inspire love, who now uses her words to inspire hate. Uh, On top of that, Rowling herself has used the continued popularity of the franchise as evidence that people support her views, despite this not being the case. Uh, So... I wanted to bring this up. Uh, it's it's a really it's a well written essay. It's it's um, basically just outlining like, hey, here are all of the facts of how J.K. Rowling uses her money and power to uh, target uh, trans people, um, and how it has become a huge problem, uh, and how it, it, the 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 essay does not explicitly says like this is not an essay to tell you whether or not you should play the game i'm just going to tell you all about what jk rowling has done tell you that i'm not going to play it and that and you can figure it out from there um there's a it's it's really nice i highly recommend it um and i want to bring it up just because like jk rowling is a piece of shit (laughs) i cannot I just can't like, I don't know. In, in our, in our comparison here, I find it difficult to, to be like, yes, obviously Lydia Tarr is like the fictional person is a, a bad person and did fucked up stuff and did cause harm to many people. But it is, it is on a different level than JK Rowling. And so I'm, I'm finding it difficult to like have that, have this argument in, 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 uh, good faith i guess because i don't i don't think they are operating on i know lady tar is obviously an equal uh, not a not a real person yes but they're not operating on equal standing of harm to the world okay so let's use woody allen (laughs) let's use roman polanski 
Right? Both bad people. I feel like the question that the movie poses you as the audience is is taking their art away too much. I just have to charge my phone. Yeah, no, you're good. I I understand. (laughs) I know you do, but I have a wireless charger, so we can keep recording. I just can't can't look at at you. I can't see your facial. I can't see what he's saying. What do you you say? Yeah, okay. So taking taking art away from somebody who uh, made art their lives, and they're a horrible person... And now we are, Cause is it as a society, me? we have we have decided that the accountability that they that they should be faced with is you no longer get to make art. Yes. Do, before you, is it just me or do you feel bad for Tar a little bit at the end? Or is that just me? Is that I Andrew's deep dark deep I think, dark feelings? I think that's just, <laughs> I think that's I think that's you. I don't really feel bad for Tar at the end. Um. Cause, cause I don't feel bad for her because she's still working. Like it's not like, it's not like she's not getting paid to to conduct this mon- Monster Hunter concert. What is Monster Hunter? Before we go, please. Monster Hunter is a is a is a huge um, video game franchise. It's been very popular for a very long time. Um, it burst into popularity a few years ago. I believe 2015, 2016 maybe. Um, I can't remember when Monster Hunter World, I believe it was, came out. Um, Monster Hunter World released 2018. I think that that was the one that was like a huge hit. Yeah, Monster Hunter World like changed up the the game a lot and suddenly became like a huge, like a huge hit. Everyone was playing Monster Hunter World. It was it was ginormous. Um, and so yeah, so the concert at the end is is a Monster Hunter concert. I don't know why it's specifically a Monster Hunter concert, but it's pretty funny that it is. Um, is there like yeah? I, are these concerts frequent? Is there something like that? Like this is like the most played music nowadays, composed music. I mean. Vi- Video game soundtracks have become like very popular. A lot of people listen, like the way you listen to movie scores, people listen to video game scores. I believe it. Um, uh, and Monster Hunter is one of the biggest, like most popular franchises in the world, uh, in video games, especially in, in like Eastern Asia. Um, uh, because I think they've, I think they also got more Monster Hunter games than than we did. I think Monster Hunter is one of those games. There's a bunch of games that like sometimes only get released in like Japan and Eastern Asia and stuff, and never get ported to English to like the English speaking world. Um, and I think Monster Hunter is one of those that has like a couple games that that got released just over there and not over here. Um, but I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a Monster Hunter person. It's not, it's not my game. Um, but I know people who love it. Um, yeah, but there, there are like pretty consistently in, in major cities and even more so in, in, I know in Japan, um, there are lots of video game concerts. 
So I wonder is there something like, hey, like that? Here's here's a night of Monster Hunter music, a night of Zelda music, a night of you know, whatever, Halo music. And they'll sell out because people want to hear those songs because they're fucking they bang. Um, so so Lydia Tar is like gonna be fine at the end of this movie. She'll have money in her bank account. She'll but she'll never be fulfilled. She'll never she'll lose that as one slave owner. Yeah, once I put, mean, she lost her pursuit of happiness. Yeah, is she ever going to? She's never going to get to you know record Mahler's Fifth again. She's never going to get to you know teach a class at Juilliard again. She's never going to get to do all that sort of stuff. But she can still find. She'll still be able to travel and work and and take care of her family. But Louis C.K. can still sell out Madison Square Garden. And Louis C.K. can still sell out Madison Square Garden. Like it, yeah. Drake still sells out every fucking concert. Jerry Seinfeld still has still has millions of fans. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's that's how it is. People still love Woody Allen. People still love Roman Polanski. Plenty, plenty of people in Hollywood that we know and love support Roman Polanski. It would work with them at a drop of the hat. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think art has has been taken away from any of these people. So in that, what would you? So art wasn't taken away from Lydia Tarr. No, because I I don't think so. Because when she's at that rehearsal, she starts with with what is the intention? Like, let's talk about the composer's intention. Yes. So she's still thinking about it. She's still obsessing over that music. She's still carrying it, it with her. Like you know, there's that shot of her like on that uh, at that table in the on the street. Yes, eating, pouring over her notes. So she's still working. She's still doing it. Maybe that's what you should be grateful for. If you, yeah, that is what she's grateful for. She wasn't grateful for her wife and child. But, but she'll always grateful be grateful for, for the music. Yeah. Ain't this movie something? <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. Right? Hey, this is but a good like, movie. But, like, you're absolutely right. Did she yeah. lose? Am I the dunce in all of this for thinking this? She Did she lose anything? She she didn't value her kid or her, or her position. Don't sleep with no. people who you work with. <laughs> Ain't that no. the truth? Yeah. Do not. When's it? When's it done good? But what if? Yeah. What if they're the one? But it's probably not, and you'll lose your job. <laughs> Just be friends, and then hope you can like transfer to another branch, and then maybe. And then maybe, God. But when you're working together, and there's clear, yeah. I'm the boss, and you are under me. Just don't yeah. do it. Just don't do it, man. We'll still do it for good intentions, but mostly for bad, mostly to abuse it. Yeah. And when you do that, you should be put, you know, some things aren't illegal. There are some things that are just not illegal and you can do over and over again, but you should be put in in art jail, at least bare minimum. Yeah. 
and these people are put i mean not jerry seinfeld or drake but but lydia tar and and uh roman polanski and woody allen they're all, all kind of in art jail they are kind of not fully, i mean but, you know. again uh, they're different circumstances which i i i agree with you with but even to the extent of Kanye West and, and J.K. Rowling in movie, art, whatever you yeah. want to call jail. I was just, all week, I was like, dang, Harry Potter has had a profound influence on me. I've said this story before on the podcast, but I'll say it again. The first like true book I've ever read was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in middle school. Mm-hmm. I read each chapter like after school, day by day, and I read it all. And then I read Twilight. <laughs> that has nothing to do yeah. with the story, but I read it. Yeah, like, and it was the biggest franchise when I was when when, when we were a wee lad. Yeah, it was the I, biggest hey, I, franchise. I, I, I didn't go to I didn't go to school the day that the last movie came out because I wanted to go see the movie with my mom. Like like. This shit, I get it. Like Harry Potter was huge. I loved Harry Potter. I was never like a like gonna get a Harry Potter tattoo or anything. <laughs> See, I don't have but... tattoos, and I might have. <laughs> yeah, it was a big like it was a big deal. I know I know so many people. There was it was a huge deal for it. And, and, like, and I get that, and I get that people felt attached to this. Thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not the idea. Not the thought. The fact. That I will now live in a world and Harry Potter's just gonna get smaller and smaller. It will. It just will. It yeah, will get eventually. smaller and smaller and smaller in its popularity. And it will just when I have kids, it will be like, What? You used to what? You used to watch Howdy Doody? You used to watch yeah. the Andy Griffin show? Cool. Like it's going yeah. to be so that was just my big thing this week. Like, wow, Harry Potter really just fucking just fell flat on its face. Yeah. And J.K. Rowling could have, could have, like, Prevented she's a horrible it. person. But she could have just shut the fuck up. She could have just shut the fuck up and just disappeared and had a bajillion dollars forever. And being a beloved person. And now she but gets she has so much. She has so much hate in her heart. That this is that this is what's up. It's crazy. It's crazy. What happened to Tar? What happened to JK? What happened to Kanye? <laughs> that, that 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 that. Art and the people do it. Art. Yeah. Yeah. Are they just always going to destined to, for us for just heartbreaking failure? Just what? No. I remember I was going to see I Love You Daddy. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Um, or just the people you're going to love just all bad and nothing but bad and that's what you expect. I don't know. All I know is it came land chat go 
Cape Blanchett goat. I don't know. Cape Blanchett goat. This movie's good. And I it mean, leaves you with a lot of questions about art. It and does about yourself. That's why I love it. Makes yeah. you. It makes you have to reckon with yourself and what you think. What what art yeah. should do in the first place. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. Hey, this movie's good. This movie's good. <laughs> this movie's good. <laughs> just gonna keep cut just wanna keep circling back. Uh this movie this movie's pretty yeah. good. Um Yeah, I mean uh, it's tough. I think I think where oh, for for me at least a lot a lot of that stuff comes down to like love art. People should love art. You should, you know. You should feel things. You should be attached. You should have all these things. Don't make it your entire personality, but yeah. love things. Love these things fully and completely and, and however you want to do it. But be aware that sometimes it doesn't turn out right. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes those motherfuckers disappoint you. And, and, and you have to, and you have to contend with that. You have to deal with that. Um, uh, yeah. Don't even get me started on Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, yeah, a nice, a nice little thing that I, that I want to, it's again from that same, uh, article on GameSpot, um, uh, is is part of part of how how uh, Jesse ends this this little essay. I still recommend everyone read it. It's it's really it's really eye opening. There's a lot of stuff in there I didn't know uh, about what J- how just how bad J.K. Rowling is. Uh, she says at the end of this. Um, I wrote out this entire dissection of Rowling Rowling's words for two reasons. One, I want to take this opportunity provided by a game like Hogwarts Legacy to cut through the endless waves of misinformation against trans people and educate about the truth behind the damage Rowling and, more importantly, the larger gender-critical movement and right-wing groups have caused. Secondly, I did it because I wanted to give you a chance to come to your own conclusions. You are not a bad person if you want to play Hogwarts Legacy. The important thing is not to condemn the game or renounce your love of Harry Potter. It's to wrestle with the complexity of it and decide for yourself. Trans people don't get to ignore the pain the franchise has become intrinsically linked to, and those who wish to care for them shouldn't get to do so either. Many will ignore this article and others like uh, like it in order to turn a blind eye to the harm done or to seek absolution for their choice in buying the game. Uh, some will even and already have proudly proclaimed their forthcoming purchase in order to express their disdain for having to think about trans people at all. You don't get to defend Rowling or Harry Potter and not understand what that actually means to a trans person or the ramification it has for all of us, not just trans people. Further, you have so many more ways to spend your time, such as playing actual trans supportive and made games like Celeste. Uh, that that's another little another little piece of this of this very well written article that everyone should read. Uh, do you have any any la- any last thoughts on Tar or anything else? Good movie, good movie, good time. Good movie, movie, good time. movie that it works for this time. Movie, yeah, just what movies? 
Wow, his style's the best, bro. There's a reason why he won best <laughs> album. There's a reason why why he's the sexiest man in the world. Cause he knows it's a movie. It's just a real movie. It's a movie. It's just, it feels like a movie. It just feels yeah. like a movie. <laughs> My name is Sam Panigan, and I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. You can follow us all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. That's a yeah. That's the best way to support the show. Following us on different social medias. Our link tree is Linktree slash Welcome Back Pod. Um, follow us on different social medias. We post on on them. Unless Instagram deleted the posts after I made them this last week, and I just realized that today. So that was fun. I was like, man, we didn't get like any likes on this thing. Instagram just kind of deleted them. They just kind of disappeared after I posted them. You see them. where I was like, huh. Oh, 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 we'll talk about it. <laughs> I posted them. Instagram oh, just okay. deleted. I posted them and they're gone. I don't know what to tell you. I'll post them again. Blame Meta. Blame, blame the Zuck. Yeah, Instagram Instagram was all fucky last week too. That's like, the truth. Though. A bunch of people were, were saying it was like stuff was broken. Um. Yeah. So follow us on the things that helps out a lot. Like like our posts, share our posts, do all the stuff. That's gonna help out the show uh, a whole lot. Um. And on the different podcatchers, also available on our link tree. Uh. Please like like the track, review the track, like the podcast, review the podcast. All those different things on all the different podcatchers of your choice. Uh. Is a fantastic way to just kind of boost a, boost us up. Uh. In that little algo. Uh, but the absolute best way, as always, to support this show listen, is... Listen, if you're ever deciding to groom someone to to sexually abuse someone to just spread general hate and true bigotry around saying that it's civil rights, but it's not. It's not. Instead of doing all that, just talk, talk to your friends. That's that's where really this is what this is my big thing. I've been saying this lately, and I believe it. Tell your friends everything. Talk to your friends because you know what? Sometimes you are gonna step in poo. You're just gonna do it, especially if you're walking around somewhere where there's a lot of poop around. You're gonna step in mm-hmm. it, and you should. You're if you have friends, if you have a real friend, they're gonna say, "Hey, you smell like poop." Let me help you wash off your shoe. And let me help you make you less smell less like poop. Because that's yeah. what friends do. Don't just... And you, when you don't have friends, when you don't have real friends, all you're going to do is just smell like poop. And the smell is going to so, get so bad, get so bad that you're going to destroy your own legacy. So don't let that happen. And while you and your friend... Or cleaning off your shoe, making sure you smell it fresh. Listen to us. Listen to us. Listen to us because you know what? That's what we do every week. I go, yo, Sam, <laughs> that's whack. You need to watch out. And then Sam's like, yo, Andrew, that's whack. You better watch out. <laughs> that's what friends do. And friends and also we post share. It on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. For everyone to hear. For everyone to hear forever for the rest of our lives.